From Wisconsin Public Radio and PRI, Public Radio International, it's to the best of our knowledge. I'm Jim Fleming. So chicken, see, I'm thinking chicken. I'm thinking my grandma, who's from the Philippines, she couldn't stand to cook at a table because she's used to squatting on the floor. So she'd lay newspapers out, then she'd put a big old chopping block, and then she'd be chopping her chicken, but she also liked to listen to Elvis Presley. And my uncle, who was from the Philippines, would be singing along, You saw me crying in the chapel. And, you know, so I can, like, really build that whole room. Coming up, celebrated cartoonist Linda Berry on how to shrug off that inner critic and connect with your creative self, no matter how old you are. If you ask critics today, uh, what was the first really world-class piece of music that Mozart wrote? They'd say it was a particular piano concerto that he wrote at the age of 21. But remember, he had been trained intensively for 17 years before he wrote that, which is why there's one Mozart scholar who called him a late bloomer. Why talent is overrated, and other good news about exceptional performance in any walk of life, later this hour. And creating under the gun, a former ad man remembers the buzz from the advertising world. But first, if you follow the world of comics and graphic art, chances are the name Linda Berry will ring a bell. She's an artist whose work is widely credited with deepening the voice of fiction in comics and paving the way for graphic novels. Berry's syndicated strip, Ernie Pook's Comique, ran for years in alternative publications. She's just published a new book called What It Is. It's part memoir, part activity book, and, of course, part comic. It celebrates the artist in all of us and reveals some of Barry's techniques for unlocking creativity. What it is recently won the Eisner Award for Best Reality-Based Work. Barry told Steve Paulson how the book came about. I didn't want to write a book about writing that was writing. You know, writing Hmm. about writing? Mm -hmm. And it's more for people who have always wanted to write but are just too confused about where to even begin. Or they think, what am I going to write about? Or it's too late for me. I mean, that's one of the things. You probably had this experience when you were maybe about nine, you'll hear on the radio, somebody will say, if you want to be a gymnast, you have to start by age four. Right. So you're nine and you go, you're already washed up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean you know what I mean? You get this feeling that it's too late. Mm-hmm. But my feeling is, is that human beings, I don't consider the arts or the, what we call the arts or kids call play. I don't consider it to be decoration. I think it has an absolute biological function. I mean, an absolute, very important biological function. And I also think that we all have the capacity for it, even though we may not recognize it. And the way I explain it pretty simply to people is if you've ever had that experience of smelling a smell and then suddenly there you are in Aunt Carol's kitchen and she's making that green jello Mm -hmm, cottage cheese mm -hmm. salad that you know you're going to have to try to eat later on. If you can have that, that flooding of memory, people have it all day long. And if you can freeze frame that... And write from there. And the secret to writing to me is to write for very short periods of time, Hmm. like eight minutes. When I teach in my class, our writing period is eight minutes. Really? I would think that you'd just be starting to get warmed up after Well, you get warmed up beforehand. So an example that I give people is I ask them to think about early days and think about a car from early days. So if you picture a car in your head, so people picture a car. And then I'll say, as you picture it, are you inside of the car or outside of the car? People know, okay, I'm inside of the car. Is it day or night? They know. What season does it seem to be? They can.